Hey, it's Tom. Welcome back to the Cannon Boomers podcast. You know, each week we are looking for things to talk about in terms of CBD and cannabis and your own wellness. And usually we're looking for something new and this is new, but in a way it's old. Our guests this week are August Battles and Brandon Marhall. They're the co-founders of a company out of Milwaukee called Vance. Vance is making joints out of CBD-rich hemp. So you don't have to swallow a capsule or a tincture or put on a topical patch or whatever. You can get instant relief by inhaling it through your lungs. It's sort of the ultimate farm-to-table way to get your CBD with you know minimal processing. And, and these guys have made a big splash. Their product is already available in 12,000 stores nationwide. So clearly they're onto something and it'll be interesting to watch this space, but it's a cigarette style joint that you buy in a pack, just like a pack of cigarettes, only it's way better for you than smoking tobacco. So we had a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. I want to invite you to stop by Cannaboomers with a K dot com to sign up for our newsletter so you'll always know when the next episode is coming. And a big shout out to Danny in Milwaukee, also in Milwaukee, who makes us sound good each week and also sends us tweets that we can share. Uh, thanks, Danny. Everyone else, enjoy the episode. This is Let's Talk About Weed, the Cannaboomers podcast, CBD, microdosing, and all things related to medical cannabis for baby boomers. From San Diego, here's your host, Thomas J. I'm here with August Battles and Brandon Marhall, co-founders of Vance. They're making CBD joints and uh, are having a lot of success right now. How are you doing, guys? Doing very well. How are you? Good. Thanks you for making the time uh, on a busy Monday. Sent you a, an outline, and as I tell all my guests, we can follow the outline or we can bounce off it. But the big topic is you guys have made a, a huge splash in a short amount of time. Are you surprised that uh, at your success to this point? I would say definitely. Uh, yeah, we were, we were kind of shocked by it. We were just kind of, you know, working jobs and then rolling cigarettes at night, kind of just expecting this to be like thing to make money on the side, you know, like maybe I can get a bigger TV by Christmas kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it ended up turning into, you know, having to get a factory and more workers and really just kind of an all out uh, party. You know, it's just been nothing but constantly going and uh, we're really, you know, surprised by it and pleased. And I think it's best case scenario really for us as of so far. That's a great story. So just to fill our listeners in, um, we're talking about CBD pre-rolled joints, right? And you guys do a, a sort of a cigarette style as opposed to sort of the cone style. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it looks like a cigarette, you know, same shape and everything. Me and Brandon actually had that idea um, a few years back and we didn't really see it being done. So then we kind of just made it happen. So as you say, in the beginning, you guys were just kind of hand rolling those. And I assume it's mechanized now. You have automatic machines that are probably doing that. And Yeah. Yeah, we have machines. You know, we took a, took us several months to develop those. and But uh, I'm glad we did because otherwise we'd have about 80 people here using hand rollers. So you developed a, a filter to go on the cigarette itself? Yeah, that's uh, correct. We developed kind of a unique tube. It uses hemp paper. Um, and we also developed a high flow biodegradable filter um, that's healthy. It doesn't block any CBD particles. And um, we also branded our own our own tubes. So we have a pretty unique tube. Now, people buy these in a pack just like a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Let's just make sure people understand the difference between hemp and, and cannabis, right? You're using a, a CBD-rich hemp? Yes. Yeah. So 
it, it looks the same, smells the same, tastes the same as, you know, your standard cannabis and, you know, there's different strains and whatnot, but uh, I guess it's, it, you know, it's just really not psychoactive um, in higher doses. It can be, but it's really just, you know, it's really just a relaxing um, anti-nausea, antidepressant kind of scenario. It's just a different strain of cannabis. So, you know, a lot of people can't really tell the difference when they look at it. Um, so we, ha- you know, in the early days we had to deal with, you know, a lot of, you know, police interactions and, you know, getting pulled over and things like that. But it was, uh, you know, eventually they got the idea and now, you know, the police force kind of knows Vance Global and that it's a legal product. So, but the differences are really just feeling based, you know, it's good for people that don't want to, you know, lose their minds and, you know, on their lunch break or something at work. So, Right. And I guess we should mention you guys are in Wisconsin where cannabis is still not legal, right? Yeah, that's right. Are you sourcing your hemp locally? Yeah, yeah. We have um, Wisconsin uh, farmers that we work with. Um, and really just we, we like to go local. Last year, only about 6% of the hemp that was grown in Wisconsin was actually able to sell. So um, we kind of try to help out with, you know, buying as much as we can locally here. And then, you know, in the early days, we did go through Oregon growers, but uh, for the past several months, we've been using Wisconsin Grow. You know, you mentioned it's an anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, and some of the other medicinal properties of the plant. Are your customers telling you that they they get immediate relief? I mean, that's the thing about smoking it, right? You don't have to wait for a tablet to digest in your stomach, or when you're smoking it, you're, you're going to get a, a much more instant effect, I would think. Yeah, that's uh, that's correct. Um, smoking, the effects happen a lot sooner than uh, later compared to like ingesting like an oil. So it usually hits our customers within five minutes. And with the, the lavender being added, there's additional, you know, anti-anxiety properties and calming effects on top of the hemp. Um, so it's, it's just a much more effective way is, is to smoke it because it also absorbs into your bloodstream twice as quick. And that it's, you're not going to lose any of the CBD potency that you lose when you ingest like an oil. Yeah, it's, it's when you smoke CBD, it's about 200% more effective than if, you know, rub a lotion on your elbows or something. So it's, uh, it's just much quicker. And, and as far as, you know, what our customers are telling us, we get emails and messages and reviews every day. And, you know, it's a lot of people that, you know, have medical needs um, that are saying that, you know, they stop taking their prescriptions, it, you know, not that I'm saying let's, you know, go do that, but they just, it's helping them out. It's helping them with their pain. It's helping them with a lot of things out there. And it's me and Brandon really haven't had a bad review. It's all just been good things every day, which we thought was kind of odd. We were expecting, you know, the way the internet is just everybody to be knocking it, but it's just nothing but positivity and people just saying, thank you for having a product like this out there. So it's definitely a motivating factor for us. Sure, absolutely. Last summer, we heard a lot of negative stuff about vaping. And obviously, there were a lot of people who went to vaping as an alternative to smoking, but it turned out that it might be just as dangerous. So here you are with an alternative that lets people have that experience of, of lighting up, but like you said, not getting sort of planetary and getting a, a shot of medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's And, you know, we, we, we made the specific... 100 milligrams per sig, 150 milligrams per sig. We, we made it that high for a reason because that's an actual medical dose. You know, people take a five milligram oil drop or something under their tongue. You know, it, you need about six milligrams 
of CBD per 10 pounds of body fat. So, you know, if you're only taking 10 MGs every time you're doing something or, you know, you know, they're lying about what's in the oils or they're, you know, it's, you're smoking a other CBD cig that's only got 10 milligrams in it. You're not really, if you're 15 pounds, it'll work for you, but it's not going to work for a full grown, you know, adult. So that's why we got the hundred milligrams per stick. So, so do people um, typically smoke a full stick at a, at a shot, do you think, or, or some people doing a half or that's a, that's a pretty nice dose of CBD to, to be getting. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a lot of people do smoke it all the way. Um, but I know also people that, you know, just smoke half and then, you know, save the rest for later, which is the nice thing about the cigarette. Cause it's easier to put out and it's easier to relight up um, as opposed to like, you know, a, a joint or something, you know, where it's kind of like paper so thin, it kind of messes up towards halfway through, but it's kind of however you're feeling, you know, once if it hits you and you're like, man, I should put this down and go for it, you know, so. I interviewed a guy from Tweedle Farms and they sent me a, a cone shaped one and I tried it the last couple nights. And yeah, the whole thing is like a kind of a big stick to smoke at, at one setting. But I definitely noticed some relaxation and, you know, I'm not stoned, which is fine, too. It's a nice way to test it and, and try it out. I was impressed with it. How about the advantages of smoking over vaping? Uh, when you think about vaping, people don't understand that some of the oils that are in vape products and your lungs aren't really made to process oil, right? People are getting lipid pneumonia and stuff. People have been smoking for a long time. We know that with tobacco, there's a risk of cancer. Can you talk about hemp and smoking hemp and what would be the advantages or disadvantages of that? Of that? Yeah, so um, I, I guess if you compare it to vaping, with with vaping, uh, there's all types of different cartridges out there. Most of them are, you know, safe, um, but some do have, you know, cheap metal coils that can kind of contaminate the the liquid and, and things like that. Plus, you have to have the additives, you know, the coconut oil, the MCT, um, on top of and, and diluting kind of the the CBD isolate or distillate with that. With our products, it's full spectrum because it's it's hemp flower. So it doesn't have to go through processing. It doesn't have to get various different things removed in order to turn it into isolate or distillate. It's just you're getting the full kind of effect um, when you smoke it. And with, you know, the hemp paper and, you know, cannabis in general, um, it doesn't coat your lungs uh, the same way that tobacco does. Uh, the, the cilia in your, your lungs will actually, it gets activated. So it, it clears all the the byproducts of smoking from your lungs when you smoke cannabis. Um, so it's it's a it's a really safe way to consume it. Vaping is also pretty safe, um, but personally, I prefer uh, to smoke uh, the the hemp cigarettes as opposed to dry vaping the the flower. Yeah, dry vaping isn't really too much my thing either. Um, it, it's kind of like preference, I guess, when it comes to dry vaping. But I noticed you guys do sell the flower as well, right? Uh, we, we do. Um, a lot of our customers, they have their own equipment, like they have their own bong, their own pipe. So they, they like to, you know, grind it up with their grinder and just kind of smoke it out of their pipe. I take it that's how, when you're making joints, or do you call them pre-rolls or joints or cigarettes? What do you, how do you refer to them? Yeah, we, we call them vances. We can't really technically market it as cigarette. Um, and it's not really a joint. So it's, we, we call them Vances, so we got the term trademarked, and um, that's just kind of how we refer to them over here. Yeah, that's a, a good marketing decision, too, I think. It's it's like Kleenex or Xerox, if you can kind of own it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's a good position to be in, so that's great. 
maybe we could shift gears and talk for the entrepreneurs in the audience. The fact that you guys started this literally in a garage is sort of a, a side hustle, and now you're you're hiring people and running a factory. And can you talk about being a startup? And I know there's a lot of red tape around cannabis. Is it true of the hemp business as well? Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of red you know tape around hemp, and there's also kind of a lot of various different obstacles you're going to run into, like the, you know, the banking issues, credit card processing issues. Uh, it, it is a high risk industry to be a startup. Um, so I, I guess to all the entrepreneurs out there, if you want to get into the industry, uh, make sure you have, you know, adequate savings, make sure you have kind of a, a plan and just kind of do it, I guess. The fact that you guys have succeeded, obviously you hit the right part of this market at the right time. We all know there's so much CBD out there. And I tell people, you know, be careful about buying it in a gas station. You want to see if there's a certificate of analysis. You want to make sure you have a nice, clean product, right? You know, the FDA isn't there yet. Are there other licensing things that you had to do to bring this product to market? There, there isn't too much licensing. Um, you, you do have to get um, a hemp industrial hemp processor license in your states. Um, you do have to get an industrial hemp you know, grower uh, license if you want to grow your own stuff. Um, some states don't allow hemp flour to be sold. So if you're going to start a company, just make sure your state actually allows it to be sold. And that, that's the main kind of special licensing that we had to have to, that we had to get. And you found a untapped market. How big do you think this is? What's your sense of how big Vance could become? We've been really exercising the idea and kind of letting people know that this is, you know, an alternative to cigarettes and vaping, um, which as of today, it's a $30 billion a week industry, cigarettes and vaping. I mean, that's if, if we can have something like that, um, even just 1% of that, I, I see it being quite large. The only downfall to you know some of the things right now is that there's so many people now trying to jump into it that don't use quality product and they don't use you know a quality kind of business model you know the more saturated the CBD markets become the less power the people truly have and the easier it is for larger corporations to come in and basically take control so mm -hmm. i think if you are going to jump into the CBD market now um, just whatever you're making is it better than everything else that's out there already that exists? Is there something different that you're doing that people aren't doing? You know, don't just brew up an oil in your bathtub and put it in a jar and be like, yeah, I'm going to go sell this to people. I think uh, we just got to keep kind of pushing the envelope and keep kind of making quality out there. Unfortunately, we don't see a whole lot of quality in the CBD market. And, you know, my, my biggest concern is that somebody tries another CBD cigarette that isn't quality. And then now for the rest of their life, they think CBD cigarettes suck, you know, and they're not given, weren't going to be willing to give a higher quality brand a try. So, you know, I would just say make quality, keep it going. Right. The barriers to entry weren't that high for you guys. You were able to stand up a, an enterprise and put a product out there, which is great. But, you know, there's a lot of innovation to be done yet. There's topical patches. There's people are going to be doing CBD nose sprays and stuff, I guess. Some of that might require corporate resources and, and capital, but the fact that you guys were essentially, sounds like you bootstrapped it pretty much. Yeah, we really did. Um, it was actually, it was interesting. We thought we thought of doing, you know, patches before the cigarettes even. And, uh, and so I just kind of, I know you just mentioned topical patches. 
I do. I think I do think that that's going to be a large market coming. You know, as far as a bootstrapping thing, that'll be the next thing that I could see being started out of a garage that blows up as well as the patches. Yeah, a lot of advantages to those, so you don't have to think about it. You put it on, and it. Yeah, you slap it on. I mean, our biggest drawback is just you know some people just don't like to smoke in general. And then with the vapes making things easier, you know, for indoor smoking, you know, you don't even have to tell your boss that you're hitting the CBD pen or something. Were either of you guys uh, smokers before? Yeah, yeah. We both uh, we both smoked cigarettes. And then so we were kind of making it like for ourselves in the beginning. And then we actually quit cigarettes using our product here. And that was kind of like a big aha moment for us because we didn't think it was going to work. There's so many things in cigarettes that make it so, you know, you're addicted, like almost the second or third one you smoke, it feels like, you know, and then with CBD, it's a little sets you down easy. So, but it did work. It got us off of cigarettes. Then, yeah, we were, we were smokers. I smoked for about two years. I don't know if you smoked for. Yeah, I used to, I, I smoked for a couple of years too. Um, I, I used to work, you know, factory jobs for temporary work and like everyone smoked. So I was like, I was smoking American spirits for um, a couple of years. Um, I mean, they, they, they were, they tasted good, but I knew the habit would, uh, you know, eventually cause lung cancer and other types of issues. So yeah, I kind of, I had to quit and this was kind of a way for me to do that. That's fantastic. I mean, like you said, we all know that smoking is a bad habit, but there's still, it's still there and a lot of people take it up and then struggle to uh, overcome it. But that's the harm reduction aspect of this, right? I mean, you're you're substituting something that's really good for you for something that's really bad for you. Right. You know, this, like I'm not addicted to the the Vances per se, you know, which I, you know, I know that's like a typical thing that an addict would say, but like, I'm, I'm really not, you know, I can go a couple of weeks without smoking one or anything. And, you know, it doesn't have that kind of chemical dependency that I would say nicotine does, you know, kind of like we mentioned earlier or I think you did, um, how the jewel came out and it was, you know, it was made for people to get off smoking cigarettes. It was supposed to be a healthy alternative just to, for them to find out it's five times more addicting. And now you're giving yourself pneumonia instead of lung cancer. Um, and then with this, it was just like, you know, you smoke it and then you realize that it kind of gives you a better effect than nicotine does. So you keep smoking it instead of nicotine. And then you realize that you can go without it pretty easily. And then, you know, just kind of I don't know. It, it really does work. It does everything that the vapes said they were going to do back in the day. Yeah. There's sort of a crossover aspect to it. If you're smoking a real cannabis joint, a lot of times you're doing it with other people and you're passing it around. And there's a ritual to it, right? You're cleaning your weed and you're rolling it up and lighting it. And there's you've done it many times and there's something comforting about that. And And that's true of cigarettes too. I mean, I think there's a chemical addiction, but there's also a psychological addiction. This is how I relax. I, I light up. So if you can do that in a way that is not delivering tar and nicotine into your lungs, but delivering some CBD, that's a that's a nice place to be. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, some people like drinking. Some people like burning stuff in front of their face. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about it. Do you guys pay attention to, I'm sure you do, the, some of the minor cannabinoids that are getting some exposure now? People are talking about CBG and CBN. And do you see room for that in your product? Uh, yeah, we definitely do. Uh, we've both, you know, we've tried the CBG and the CBN uh, before. Very it, very similar to CBD. I, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've dabbled in it. I don't know if we would jump into it, you know, as of right now. I just don't know if, 
you know, for, for me, I, you know, on a company aspect and on a personal use aspect, we, we don't see a benefit as of right now. But um, if we get enough requests for it, we definitely will consider jumping into it. CBG and CBN, they're both, you know, much more expensive right now than CBD. Part of our kind of uh, company practice is to make quality product that's at a cheap price so that people can afford to use it. You know, we have medical needs. And with CBG, it'd probably be about, you know, maybe four times more expensive. Um, there's just not a whole lot of grow operations that are going on in the United States in comparison to CBD. As time goes on and more farmers are growing it, maybe there are some who specialize in CBN, I think, which helps you sleep. So possibly there's a formulation that people would, after dinner, before bed, smoke a, a CBN cigarette. Yeah, we could have a nighttime and a daytime kind of cigarette thing going on. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So what excites you most about this business and, and where you guys are at right now? I would just say, you know, the continuous growth, the fact that we're seeing this industry kind of, you know, it's it's really like a, the people's industry right now. It's owned by businesses and local people that, you know, we all know. And we're all just kind of being able to see everybody around us just kind of come up and grow with us and, you know, doing things that we didn't think was possible, you know, a year or two years ago. I like seeing that. I like seeing the local businesses, you know, come up and doing really well and also knowing that, you know, people are getting actual benefits off of these things. And, you know, it's everybody's always known, you know, that cannabis was going to come in and, you know, hemp and stuff like that was good for us. And, you know, we all we've all kind of wanted it. And uh, now we're kind of they're letting us have a little taste of it. So I'm really just pleased with the community that's developed through it. And just, you know, the, the fact that people are really positive and receptive to it and you know, me and Brandon are best friends and we're able to work together every day. You know, we don't have to work in factories or work in an office for somebody else anymore. It's really just us doing this quality thing and getting a good response to it. It's it really is. I, I would say, you know, exciting. I'd like to see, you know, what we do in a few years. We have a couple products lined up to be released this year that are very unique and not been done before. So we, uh, you know, we got a lot of things turning. I'm, I'm excited as all hell to be honest. It sounds like a great place to be. I mean, a very gratifying business to be in when, as you say, you can have a positive impact on people and you're part of a growing community and you're bringing about a, a positive social change, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Not everybody is, is lucky enough to have that kind of job. So congratulations. Just circle back around. We didn't really mention the percentage. CBD goes through a, a testing process, right? Where there's a like a certificate of analysis, and it's got to be below 0.3% THC? Yeah, that's uh, correct. Um, so with uh, hemp flower, you know, there's going to be the CBDA, there's going to be the CBD, there's going to be the THCA, there's going to be the Delta 9 THC. And with uh, the 2020 um, kind of uh, FDA uh, or USDA guidelines, uh, total THC must be below 0.3% um, in order for it to be considered a, a legal product. Um, so um, when we source, uh, we have to make sure that total THC is less than 0.3. And then are you working with like organic farmers? Yeah, we're working with organic farmers. That's correct. So you can tell your customers this is an organic product? and Yeah, and we have um, the organic certificates as well in case anyone asks for them. Well, that's another great feature of the product. So where can we find you online? Yeah, you can find us at vance-global.com. That's uh, Victor Alpha November Charlie Echo-global.com. 
Are you guys on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, we're, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, and, and Pinterest as well. The best way to connect with us would probably be on Instagram, um, but you can message us on Facebook too if you want to talk to us on there. Okay, and to be clear, your product is in retail stores as well. Yeah, we're in a, about 12,000 retail locations across the country. Holy cow, that's that's huge. Are you mostly in the Midwest or all over the country? Uh, we're a little bit all over. Um, we're, we're highly concentrated in the north, uh, the Midwest, the south, the southeast, and the east coast. That's great. Your product is out there all over the place. So hopefully our listeners can uh, can find you on the shelf and, and find you online. Yeah, and if they, if they need help finding us, um, they can send us an email. And if they just send us, you know, their address, uh, we could find the, the closest store to them. Is there anything uh, we haven't covered that you guys would like to say? I would say we covered about everything. Are you in a legal state where you're at right now? I'm in California. Yeah, uh, cannabis is legal out here. All right. That is awesome. Yeah, we're... Um, I guess you could see us breaking into that market here pretty soon as well. So um, I would say just everybody keep their eyes open for it. And um, that's all I could add. Interesting. That sounds like a, an announcement almost. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, yeah, it's a little bit of a release. But um, yeah, we, we got a product that we're working on um, in the cannabis industry that's unique and, you know, it's not being done. We'll release it, I would say, look around maybe six, seven months and we should have something. We might have to get you back on the show. It sounds like some kind of category breaking product, so I'm excited. Yeah, this is a this is the first place we leaked it, so you're you're hearing it first. Ooh, we got a scoop. Thank you guys. Well, let's put a bookmark on that and try to maybe we'll reconnect in six to seven months and help you launch this thing. Sounds good. You've been listening to Let's Talk About Weed, the Cannaboomers podcast with Thomas J. For more on medicinal cannabis for baby boomers, visit us at cannaboomers.com.